0: Earlier this morning, StatsCan releasing the jobs report for the month of May. And not entirely unexpected, we were down once again. And joining us now with the details, David McDonald, senior economist with the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives. He joins us now here on 640 Toronto. David, good afternoon.
1: All right, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being here as always. Uh, just first off, how bad were the losses and where were they?
1: Well, the unemployment rate only changed a little bit from uh, 8.1% to 8.2%. But this uh, covered up two features that happened in the last month. One was there was a fair amount of people who didn't become unemployed, but they lost the majority of their hours. So there was a big uptick in that in May. Uh, And the other piece that's missing from the unemployment numbers uh, is that uh, there's a fair amount of people that gave up looking for work. And so if you're not looking for work, you're not unemployed. By the Labour Force Survey standards, uh, I think broadly speaking, I mean it wasn't a great month. It was driven primarily by what was happening in, in Nova Scotia with a new lockdown there, uh, as well as the continued lockdown in uh, Ontario and Quebec, uh, as well as a fair increase in Alberta that saw some increased activity there. Um, largely, this has fallen on part-time workers, uh, particularly uh, young. Uh, Men and women, but particularly women. Uh, So women still down, you know, a quarter of a million jobs from the start of the pandemic. Uh, Young men uh, down just over 100,000. Hopefully, though, um, that this is the low point that we will see for the rest of the year, either this month or next month. But, uh, you know, hopefully things are looking up.
0: All right. I want to ask you about those that are discouraged and not part of the unemployment uh, numbers because stats can says roughly about 50,000 discouraged job searchers uh, left the job market uh, last month. What does that tell us about uh, where we're at right now?
1: Well, you know, this is probably a feature of the continuing lockdowns and people in those industries. So, you know, if you ask the server, uh you know are, are you looking for work they they you could well imagine them saying well no I'm not looking for work because there aren't any jobs because I can't work it's it's illegal uh, and that's a sort of discouraged worker I think that's going to be common um, you know another group of workers are going to be people say in Ontario where the schools are closed who say look I, I can't work the kids are at home right someone's got to take care of the kids I can't go to work uh, hopefully these are features that will lift in the coming months as well I mean schools aren't going to reopen this month this this uh, this school year in Ontario but the You know come summer that summer camps will open up uh and actual jobs in industries that have been locked down over the course you know two or three times over the course of the next year will will open up and so hopefully some of those workers will come back Um, i mean the real the real question is uh as we as we head into july i mean i suspect that by july many of these lockdowns will have been reduced substantially and certainly by august um if vaccine vaccinations continue apace um, we will see a fairly robust recovery in the, in the job market. Uh, that being said, I, I don't think that we'll be back to where we were in August of 2019 um, compared to 2021. Certainly, we will be well better than last year. Uh, But, uh, you know, I think that there's some continuing recovery that will hopefully have to happen over the rest of the year. Uh, And in some sectors, we may well have to see wages increase to induce workers to come back and work in some of these industries. Because a lot of workers have gone off, gotten other jobs over the course this year, gotten other training. Perhaps they wanted to pursue a career change. And... Uh, you know, COVID nineteen is is as as a big of a kick in the pants as you'd ever going to get to pursue a career change if that's something that you were thinking of.
0: Yeah. So you don't believe that the end of the lockdown uh, here, particularly in Ontario, will bring jobs back uh, immediately. You're seeing a bit of a maybe slower recovery. I mean, obviously it's going to help to some extent, but it's not going to immediately bring us back to where we were pre pandemic.
1: I think the the June numbers, uh, you know, the lockdown is ending in Ontario in the same week as the Labour Force survey is being conducted in June. So it'll be tough to see whether we'll see the full impact. I suspect we won't, in fact. I think we'll have to wait till the July numbers come out. Um, You know, it it does appear that there will still be some restrictions in place in July, potentially. Um, But certainly by August, you know, I'd imagine that most of those restrictions will be removed and therefore um, that the August numbers will be substantially better. But the, the, the fundamental feature of a lot of these workplaces is that the workers have gone on to other work. And so you imagine, you know, you're opening up a restaurant, a retail shop. Uh, it's not just about calling the workers and saying, OK, you got to shift on Monday. Come on back in. It's that those, lifter, those, those workers have left. Maybe they've gone back to school. Maybe they've gone on to get another job. So you don't only really have to hire a few new people. In many cases, you'll have to hire a lot of your staff brand new. You'll have to train them, get them working, uh, find new workers. And that takes time. Um, you know, the summer season is a, is a, is generally a good employment season, uh, but you've got this big matching problem where you've got to rematch employers with employees as we get back to some sense of normalcy by the end of the summer.
0: And, you know, David, that's really important because we keep talking about just how expensive it's going to be for business uh, once they can reopen, particularly with new safety precautions, PPE requirements, that sort of thing. But what you just mentioned there, that not only costs you time, but it costs you money as well to recruit and to train.
1: Yeah, and in that time, you know, you suspect that that um, it's going to be a lot of extra work for employers. You know, they're used to running a business. It's going to be a fair amount of work to get a business up and running. Uh, you know, got to order new supplies. Uh, but now not only that, but you have to restock a business. It, it, for many people that have pre-existing businesses, it's going to be like starting that business anew. Uh, and for a lot of workers who may have gone on to get other jobs, uh, you know, they may be looking for work in totally different industries anew. And so, it's going to be a very new experience, I think, for a lot of people. Now, from the from the business perspective, and we're already seeing this in the U.S. The U.S. is a couple of months ahead of us on this reopening schedule because their vaccines rolled out more quickly. Uh, is that um, employers are going to say, "Look, you know, we're short of workers; we can't find workers." Uh, and on the other side, workers are going to say, "Well, look, I'm not getting paid enough to go work at this job that I didn't like, you know, a year ago, and now I'm, you know, out a year's worth of income." Uh, and so, you know, we're I think we're going to hear both sides of this in the coming months. Is that employers are going to say we need more workers workers are going to say we need a raise uh, and so I and I do expect you know that'll start to sort itself out by the end of the summer hopefully with some some increases in wages because both sides have received a fair amount of help uh, mostly federal but some provincial so there's been huge business supports and the business supports have actually exceeded the jobless supports but there's also been decent jobless supports in terms of uh, the CERB as well as, as increased EI uh, payments, uh, you know, over the course of the fall and winter, so both sides are in, you know, in a strong bargaining position. So I, you know, I do expect that that wage increases will be one of the possible results of a of a strong reopening late in the summer.
0: And once the lockdown is lifted, David, where do we where do we expect to or where are we likely to see the biggest bounce back? Is it the tourism and hospitality industry? Uh, and again, can the U.S. provide a bit of a guide there? Since, as you just mentioned, they are ahead of us when it comes to reopening.
1: Yeah, in terms of the industries that were hit hardest, uh, you know, if you imagine a, a return to somewhat normal, by a long shot, the industry hit hardest was accommodation and food services. Um, you know, in second place is, is retail, but it's a distant, distant second in terms of the number of jobs lost. Uh, and then you've got other areas uh, like uh, culture and recreation, you know, construction saw some losses, manufacturing saw some losses in the last month. Uh, but it's really food and accommodation. So this can this can certainly be um, uh, things like tourism uh, that hopefully will have some sort of summer return. I mean, the one concern is that there have been fundamental changes here to how we how we the nature of work. Uh, a lot of this food and accommodation services is also devoted to business. So these are the food service workers downtown that serve lunches. Uh, These are the hotels that serve as business travels. Uh, And so you can imagine that in the future, maybe there will be less people working in offices. Maybe there'll be less people traveling for business and therefore just fundamentally less need for these services and fewer people to staff them. And so I think it's really not until uh, the fall where, and this is is why I think you're you're just not going to see a full recover in these sectors, uh, in part because it's going to take some time to just restaff them, but in part because people's, um, approach to them may well have changed, and we may not need as many lunch counters downtown or as many hotel rooms if people aren't traveling as much for business.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to be sorted out and a lot of uh, unknown consequences, uh, without a doubt, uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, just finally, when it comes to jobs in the pandemic, is that the feeling that uh, maybe the worst is now behind us with the uh, lockdown set to be uh, lifted, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks?
1: That's my hope, uh, is that with lockdowns now easing, with counts coming down, uh, that, that this will be the, the worst that we will see for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, I it, it, it may be a bit touch and go in June, just because of the timing of when the Labour Force Survey comes down. It'll come down. I mean, the, 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 the lockdowns lift in Ontario on the 14th of June, I believe, uh, and that is during the Labour Force Survey week. And so we may not get a full feel for what the reopening looks like from the June numbers, but hopefully they'll be a little bit better as... Uh, as hiring starts to pick up and some of that will get picked up in the labor force survey. Uh, But then I mean that you know the road forward seems fairly clear certainly for July and August. We think back to last year at this time even without the vaccine uh, we saw a big uptick in uh, activity and hiring in July and August. um, And uh, and a decline in case counts and so you would presume you'd see the same thing this year except with the vaccines backing. Um, hopefully it's a long-term decline and we don't see an uptick in cases again when the school year begins in September.
0: You bet. David, really appreciate the analysis and the time as always. Have a good weekend. Thanks for having me. David McDonald, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives.